This book is so hot for no reason, I'm beginning to think the comic fam knows something that I don't. Another week, another hot list back from San Diego Comic-Con. I'm tired as hell. How you feeling, Gemman? Super tired, but such an amazing weekend. We got to meet Todd McFarlane. We got to record the Hot 10 from the top of the Alex Ross booth in San Diego Comic-Con. So it was a great time. If you watched the show and we saw you this weekend, I can't tell you how much it means to me that you came out and found us and that you take any time to watch our content. Shout out to Eris Quinones, Davis Ryder, aka Mr. Bolo, Mellow Fellow, and so many other of our homies that all turned up to have an amazing San Diego Comic Con. Enough of that though. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We're here every single week covering the hottest books in the world. And at the list at number 10, let's talk about the health of the comic book marketplace. And number 10 is a perfect example of it. We have Amazing Spider-Man, issue number one, the second appearance of Peter Parker, his first solo title, the first appearance of the Chameleon and J. Jonah Jameson, and we have a 1.0 that sold for $5,640, 5% above its 12-month average. The 3.5 is also up 5%, selling for 11000 And the 7.0, which I got to hold a copy in my hands, shout out to Metropolis Comics, selling for $33,600, 12% above its 12-month average, but still down about four grand. Before we get to that dip, I think it's notable to mention that since we chatted about this book last November of 2022, there's been an increase of one copy added to the census in 9.4, now a grand total of 11, as well as one new 9.6, making that grand total now 5. Now, when we look at the 3.5 and 7.0, we can learn a lot about the health of the market because this is a major blue chip book that much of the industry bases its price off of. And yes, they're both down three to $4,000 since their heights were reached, but how much? Well, let's take it back in time to 2017, where the 3.5 sold for $5,100. 2018, $6,700. 2019, a little dip, $6,200. 2020, back up to $6,700. 2021, a monster climb to thirteen grand, and then 2022, $14,000. And we can see the same kind of trend with the 7.0, selling for around 15K back in 2017. The following year, 21,000. In 2019, 28,000. A little bit of a dip during 2020 where it would sell for 24,000 on average, but then in 2021, selling for 37,000 and 2022, also selling for 37K. Is the market down or are we in an adjustment period? Because although these books may be dropping three to $4,000 in as little as a year, they're still worth double what they were five years ago. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and download the best comic app in existence. It's called Key Collector Comics. I use it every single day. It's where we source all of this information for not just the trending vids, but the hot 10. You get access to the list before we hit the mic, and you support the show. Utilizing Kotom 101 does it, and you get a free two-week subscription of the app. Moving on to number nine, we have a book that we haven't talked about for the entire year, and she played such a huge role in Across the Spider-Verse. We're talking about Edge of the Spider-Verse, issue two, the first appearance of Spider-Gwen. The 8.5 is hitting 450 for an increase of 27%. The 9.0 hit 410. Can't keep up with the 8.5 for an increase of 3%. The 9.4 sold for 525, an increase of 8%. And the 9.6 hit 700, an increase of 18%. Then we have a 6.0 record-breaking sell. Last selling for 200 in 2021, up 25%. Now selling for 250. Yes, this book is clearly adjusted, but why? I think we have the answer. We last talked about this book in October 2022. Since then, there's been an increase added to the census count of 709 graded copies. The 9.8 had an increase of 249 copies added. The supply is up. The demand is there. 
but the book is down because you can get it. It's attainable. This may be a great opportunity to snag this book. Considering the 9.8s, you can get around the $900 marker right now, and the heights were reached in 2022 of 2,500. Yeah, the last time we talked about this in October was when there was all that fan casting for Millie Alcock, who played young Rhaenyra in House of the Dragon, to portray Spider-Gwen in live action. We even had Boss Logic whip up one of his mock-ups, which eerily seemed to come true. If it does come true, you're going to wish you got this book under a grand. Number eight on the list, dare I say, the new key for Spider-Man 2099, issue number one, coming out in 1992. Don't forget about 365, yo. But the comic fam doesn't care about it because this book is trending aggressively and will not come off the hot 10. The 9.2, you can get for 47 bucks for an increase of 12%. The new stand 9.2 sold for $75 for an increase of 62%. The standard market copy of a 9.4 sold for $86. That's an increase of 65%. And 12 copies outperformed that 12-month average this week. The new stand 9.4 sold for $110, 62% above its 12-month average, and two new stands outperformed. The 9.6 is up 54%, and the 9.8 is up 37%, selling for $205, and seven copies outperformed that average. It's easy to tell why this book is so hot. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse propelled Miguel O'Hara as one of the fan favorites that they actually want to see long-term. The book was literally seen on screen in the movie, and it's a dope-as-hell cover. It's a classic cover, and it's foil and affordable. The heights this book reached at a 9.8 was set this past June for $405. The demand and supply are going up and they're meeting each other. Since we chatted about this book last, a lonely seven days ago, there's been an increase of 56 copies added to the census, eight of which were graded at a 9.8. You can get this book around the $200 marker. I don't think you should spend much more than that for some time. Which brings us to number seven on the list. And you got to ask yourself, do they know something that we don't? What's going on? At the list at number seven, All-Star Comics number 58, the first appearance of Power Girl. So many books on this very list are adjusting. We've already talked about that. However, when we compare 2020, 2021, and 2022 prices, this book is up 35% in 2023 with zero spec reasons besides wishful thinking. Yeah, this book was making the list all year leading up to The Flash, and we assumed that it might have had something to do with that, but here we are post-Flash, and she's still on the list. A 5.0 selling for $130, 23% above its 12-month average. The 6.0 sold for $100. The 7.5 sold for $159, that's 13% higher. The 8.0 is up 34%. The 8.5 is up 67%, and the 9.4 sold for $550. 52% above its 12-month average, and three copies outperform the average. Over the last couple of years, I think about all the different exclusives and variants, convention drops that have happened featuring Power Girl that did so well. I'm thinking like the Will Jack covers, et cetera. And then you also have Frank Cho, who's just doing so many silly sketches on Instagram. I actually got to see him do one in person at Hero House at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, the character has a strong following, and you should probably pay attention to what publishers are doing with their characters before a live-action movie comes out, as her and the Super Family have been featured heavily in the pages of Action Comics, and we also have a one-shot coming out this October that explores her relationship with Supergirl. We also have a Supergirl movie in the works, courtesy of James Gunn. Could this be another setup in the future? Well, whether the spec is pointing in that direction or people just love Power Girl, we're going to be here to cover it. Next on the list at number six, Star Wars number one, ground zero of all Star Wars spec spiking months before Rebels 
and Ahsoka Tano. And when the spotlight's on Star Wars, you can count on this book to spike. We have high performers in every grade from 5.5 to 9.8. The 5.5, the 6.0, the 9.0, and the 9.2 are all up 13% from their 12-month averages. The 9.4 sold for $726, 30% up, and three copies outperform the average. The 9.6 is up 2%, and the 9.8 sold for $4,700, 9% above its average. There's been 54 slabs added to the census in under 14 days, seven of which graded at a 9.6, and one a brand new 9.8. Congrats to that owner. All you got to ask yourself for number five is turtleneck or bowl cut. We've got Green Lantern 59, the first appearance of Guy Gardner. The Nathan Fillion announcement that he's going to portray Guy Gardner in the Superman Legacy film has propelled this book to the hot 10 two weeks in a row. The 6.0 sold for $400, an increase of 18%, and two different copies outsold that 12-month average. The 6.5 can't keep up, selling for less than those two sales at $375 for an increase of 14%. The 7.0 sold for $630 three copies of which outsold the 12-month average for an increase of 12%. And then we have an 8.0 selling for $7.99. That's an increase of 55%. Jem, hit him with the record-breaking sale because I think it's going to raise the floor across the board on this book. It's not up a whole lot, but the fact that it sold for what it did is what's important. The 9.2 previously sold for $1,339 back in 2020, and it just broke record selling for $13.50. Will this cause the trickle-down effect? Well, we see the classic turtleneck, you know, with that flipped collar from Green Lantern 95. Are we going to see that strong bull cut? I'm voting bull cut. What about you, Jim? For me, it's all about the turtleneck with that pop collar. Let me know what you think in the comment section below and support the show while you do it because one per box this month, I'm sending out a boys number two, Ben Templesmith and Neil Adams homage. We have the first appearance of Kamiko. Frenchie, as well as Mother's Milk, and a Gen Z trailer for the next series premiere of The Boys dropped this past week. ComicTom101.com. Join the community. Support the show. Link in the description. And by the way, I'm sending out everybody a trade dress copy of our amazing Spider-Man 29 San Diego Comic-Con variant. Cover art done by Davide Peratore. And now at number four, Wolverine, issue number one. This book has been hot since the announcement that Hugh Jackman would reprise his role as Wolverine, and it's been hot for the last two weeks ever since we've seen the debut, the reveal of the MCU Wolverine costume to much fans' appreciation. The 9.0 now selling for $160, 7% above its 12-month average, just like the 9.2, which sold for $169. The 9.4 is up 27%, the 9.6 is up 20%, and the 9.8 sold for $729, 5% higher. The heights this book reached was nearly $1,400 back in 2021. This book is down by half, and it's super affordable, and it's a classic Wolverine key that's not the easiest to secure in high grade if you're hunting for raw copies trying to get them graded. More members are down to just buy out a 9.8 for this kind of comic book. And Deadpool 3 was moved up The suggested release was going to be May next year, but with the writer's strike and the Actors Guild strike, this movie may get pushed back more. Could we see some lulls during the interim? Or is this a good time to hold out and wait? They moved it forward, now they're going to move it back. It's been on the hot 10 for 10 consecutive weeks in a row. Moving it back makes me feel like we're going to see this one on the list for a long time to come. The actor who portrays Dopinder went on record to say that this was a very unique filming experience because the only script they got were what was given to them for their parts. The actors don't even know all the surprises that are in store for us. More on that in a little bit because we got some insider information to discuss. And something big coming out of San Diego Comic-Con, number three on the list, we have Transformers issue number one from 1984, the Energon Universe, putting this book on the list. 
Correct. Over San Diego Comic-Con, there wasn't just a Void Rivals variant. There was a Transformers 1 Ashcan that was a must-get. Everyone was asking about that book all weekend long. The excitement cannot be understated about what's happening over at Skybound, not just in regards to Void Rivals and Transformers, but G.I. Joe as well. The 8.0 sold for $120, 36% above its 12-month average. The 9.0 is up 32%. The 9.2 is up 7 the newsstand 9.2 sold for 180. That's an increase of 8%. The 9.4 sold for 221. Shout out Mr. Sinister for an increase of 14%. The 9.6 sold for 375, an increase of 14%. And then two different 9.8s tied the 12-month average where they sold for $1,500. So we haven't talked about this book since May 4th. And since then, there's been an increase of 184 copies added to the census. And get this, 13 of which graded at a 9.8 hot damn. We've got a new shared universe of Transformers and G.I. Joe in both live action and in comic books. A 124% increase in copies sold this week over last for the original appearance of the Transformers. And now we're at number two on the list with Deadpool's first appearance in New Mutants 98. First appearance of Deadpool. So much hype on Deadpool despite the writers and actors strike probably delaying the film. All they had to see was Hugh Jackman suit up in that yellow costume even if it's not classic, even if he's still wearing sleeves. This was number one on the Hot 10 last week, and there are 40 more slabs on the census since then, two more in 9.8. The 9.2 sold for $400, 2% above average. The newsstand 9.2 sold for $455, that's 6% above. Then we got the 9.4, selling for $550 for a 23% increase. Six copies exceeded that average this week. And the 9.6 selling for $665, 12% above average, and eight copies outperformed. The 9.8 sold for $1,600 for an increase of 5% and five different copies outperformed that 12-month average. This is a book that hit heights of near $3,000 and it's selling for about half. I want to know from the community, Wolverine number one, same question. Is this the time to buy? Do you wait a little bit knowing that the writer's strike, actor's strike may delay production of this movie? Are there going to be more dips? Well, I got a chance to actually meet Rob Liefeld in person, and I brought up the fact that some people were giving him crap about talking about the movie a little too much. And he had something really interesting to tell me. He said, although I can't get into any specifics, all the things he's talked about is scratching the surface about what's to come. There are clearly more things in store that's going to surprise everybody. These rumors are just the start. Our minds will be blown, according to Rob Liefeld. Before we get into the hottest comic book in the world, I think we should do some more San Diego Comic-Con giveaway streams, Tom. What do you think? August 2nd. What Not Wednesday between 2 and 5 p.m. Gem and I are going to go back to back. So if you didn't get a San Diego Comic-Con variant that you liked, come join us. We're going to be giving away a bunch of choice books for the comic fam. Link in the description to follow us on Whatnot. We're on there a lot. And we're bringing the heat. The hottest book in the world at the list at number one is Miles Morales' first appearance in Ultimate Fallout number four. And we have to talk about a few different variants of this book first. We have the Pacelli second printing. That's the one with the white background. A CGC 9.6 sold for $156, 22% above its 12-month average. Then we have the second printing variant, 9.2 selling for $140, 19% up. The 9.4 is 63% up, and the 9.6 couldn't even keep up, selling for $200, which is a 26% increase. 
This is now the fifth week that Miles has made it on the hot 10. The 7.5 is up 3%. The 8.0 is up 13%. And the 8.5 sold for $550. That's an increase of 24%. And the 9.0 can't even keep up. It sold for less for $477, still above average by 3%. The 9.4, in which two different copies outperformed the 12-month average, sold for $560 for an increase of 2%. The 9.6 is selling for $750 for an increase of 5%. And hot damn, the 9.8 crossed the 2k marker again it's been wavering above and below where it sold this last week for $2,020 for an uptick of 5% and two different copies outsold that 12 month average San Diego Comic-Con also brought us a trailer for the Spider-Man 2 video game debuting Miles' new look and the fans went crazy Miles looks a little bit older more mature dealing with Peter in his like descent with the symbiote it looks like we're gonna be getting a darker video game and I'm all for it I gotta know your thoughts about this trailer any thoughts about San Diego Comic-Con? We may mention it in a video, so comment down below. And, as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said.